0: Jimmy, Ma. All right, super local number seven. Yes, coming through you. Yeah, coming through the <laughs> coming through the internet's right at you. Um, yeah, you know we're famous
1: now. We're getting fan mail on Twitter. Oh, you did send me a little bit of that. Yeah, the tweeting miss. Yeah, yeah, there was some egg sandwich talk and some, <laughs> yeah. and some such,
0: yeah. as it were. That's true. Like people are people were concerned that uh, you were not aware of the
1: Rootsler, which I think is legitimate. Um, I think everybody knows where I stand, <laughs> and when I go yeah. for an egg sandwich, I'm not looking for tomatoes or anchovies or or grilled meatloaf You're or anything on it. You're I'm, a purist. I'm a purist. You're like a constitutional
0: like lawyer. Like now, it's just all about the, the Bill of Rights, and that's it.
1: Only with that item. Only with really? that item. So, 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 For instance, for, for Easter, w- which was yesterday, right. I made, made a curried beef. Oh, wow. Yes, which I got out of Bon Appetit. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. I threw different things in it, because that's something i would never had, and it was really delicious. Yeah. You, the egg sandwich, again. Wait, you made a
0: what? A curried beef? Curried beef. And how did you make that?
1: Much like a beef stew. Uh, yeah. Uh, but with a lot of curry and apples and soy sauce and ginger. God, that sounds awesome. It was really great.
0: What kind of, what, what like beef, like, like Chuck Oh Like what was the beef? It
1: was two pounds of beef Chuck.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, turned out great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's what I did yesterday it was I like cooked all day. You know what I, uh, I brought to Easter dinner, which was kind of a big spread. I brought um, Shishito peppers. <laughs> right yeah which is do tell so shishito pepper and like it's really cool like and uh at mahiron's the grocery store in town mm-hmm. they actually if you look at their hot peppers they now rate them by heat and so there's like a little number and it's like you know habaneros are like yeah a thousand or 1500 per pepper right and the shishitos are like 25 and so you get the shishito peppers yeah and you uh Well, the way I made it in the past was just like in a saute pan and you put a little olive oil in and you kind of sizzle them around until they kind of pop, like almost like a piece of popcorn. Yeah. Um, But we did these because we were at my brother-in-law's and just did it over an open fire. Oh, you roasted them? You roasted them and then they pop and then you put a little bit of olive oil. And the skins
1: peel off and stuff? No, you just eat them whole. They're bad.
0: It's like big
1: edamame. Um, All right. And honestly, like... It's so easy and tastes so good. How, um, how do they compare to the Scotch Bonnet, which has forever been known as like the hottest?
0: They are um, not even in the same.
1: Okay. Beer. All right. Like, like yeah. they're not
0: even really a pepper. They look like a pepper. Right. Um, and it was funny. You know, like I, the first time I ever had them, I was down in Saratoga with my daughter looking at colleges and, and we went out and we ordered them. and we asked Sarasota? Saratoga. Oh, New York. New York. Not Sarasota. Far. Did I say yeah. Sarasota?
1: No, no. no. I I mean, just, but you I thought, was, Sarah.
0: You like went there. I was it. making fun. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so, and the waiter said, well, you know, every, every 12th pepper is really hot. Okay. And, and so I ate like 11 and my daughter had one and it was the one hot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you had 11 so of them.
0: Now, well, they're really good. They're really good. Yeah. And Saratoga, you know, if, I don't know if you've ever been down there, but. I haven't. I love that town. They got, the, they got the horse track down there. Sure. They've got... Uh, it's just happening. I love that place. I'd love to get down there more often. But uh, anyway, so I have a question for you. Super important question. Yeah. As a dad. Okay. As a dad, your father. All right. I know you think about this stuff a
1: lot. I've and been what, thinking a lot about dad things what, as of late like what is, today. What if
0: is more ahead. challenging as a dad in 2018? Or in not 2018. In the last five years. What is more challenging? Fortnite? Or bottle flipping. Wow, you are <laughs> because this is like
1: I know. I'm curious to hear where you go with this one. Okay, the bottle <laughs> flipping thing I could totally get into because I get that you get it. it's simple, right? Right? It's sim- yeah. It's it's simple and it's but, but it, it was super annoying. Like it wouldn't go away. Yeah, it was annoying, but it was. I could get it. And when they did it, everyone was happy. And it didn't involve electronics whatsoever. Right. But it did get banned from all the valley schools. Sure. And I it makes a lot of sense because it's a bunch of a bunch of dudes and, and ladies like throwing things. <laughs> yeah, and it gets annoying <laughs> yeah. and you know it's, constant flipping. Yeah, constant flipping. Okay. Um the Fortnite thing has just been coming up in our house. Just recently, I you need like Xbox
0: Live. Yeah, you do. You can't play gold it live yeah. or whatever the you hell. You really it is do. You really
1: do. In order to do this thing, and uh, I don't, I'm not paying for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We have Xbox and we play NBA 2K. Yeah. And Star Wars, which Battle, is great. Star Wars Battlefront, yeah. and that's real fun. Um, and they're begging me. They're. I bet because for, for yeah to to up the whole thing and get the Fortnite because they're they're digging it. I mean it's it's so therefore I'm gonna I'm gonna say that bro probably Fortnite is probably easier to do because you it. haven't had to deal with yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 I don't even know what it is it's like first shoot first person shooter it is but game.
0: like it's got I mean it like checks all the boxes of sort of the gamification culture you know it's right it's timed it's competitive so okay. you're playing against your buddies as well as other people yeah. as the game goes on. It's very Hunger Games-ish. You know, like the timer's going on, but the area you play in gets smaller and smaller. Yeah. And then you try to outlast it. And, and it's, you know, the challenging part is that the celebrities are all in on it. So, you know, right. rappers it's, and all the guys in the NCAA March Madness, like they're doing so at the end of it you know you have your fortnight dance like that your that your little character does yeah and like if you watch March Madness or you did when there a lot of teams were doing Fortnite dances on the bench and in the stands and I mean the kids were
1: love it. like it, it's just like this Fortnite underground culture I um, saw some some uh, well I think we spoke about it a month or so ago we were at a Celtics game mm. and you know the, the in stadium camera yeah the fan cam yeah is uh watching kids dance and stuff. Yeah. And they're all doing these little dances. Yeah. And, and they're so probably the Fortnite. They're kids,
0: probably yeah. the Fortnite dances. And the kid, you know, it's also like the kids know what it is, and we don't. Like, for instance, like, do you know how to floss? I haven't flossed since I was 10. The floss dance move? You know what I'm talking about? This is the move. Yeah, yeah now the hands one of them. are
1: going like
0: I just learned how to floss. And my kids are like, uh, well, It took me a while, but I now I'm
1: an I'm a I'm a I'm a better flosser than I am a dabber. Right? Who is the tech person that's going to come in and get video of you doing the floss? We can can work that after the show because we should put it up for you. If you want to see Drew do his little dance, we're going to figure that out at the end of the pod and we're going to put that up on the
0: website. We will definitely do that. If we have a website, I'm not really sure. Because I'm pretty sure that um, in every episode of Super Local, we've talked about putting something up. And none of it is... Oh, no, you haven't done, done any of no, it. No. So, yeah, for sure, we're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll at least take yeah. the video, for sure. That'd um, be great. But, so, we have a great... Uh, we have a great show. Today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have your
1: your brother, a... a uh, he's like a
0: syrup um, insider.
1: Yeah, and we should we should say that he has a different last name than me. Because I co-opted a new last name probably about 20, 25 years ago. Right. So... Um, so, his, so in uh, case
0: somebody gets offended and wants to sue us because he has a different last name,
1: yeah, nobody's one. really gonna care. It's my brother Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. a, he's yeah. a, but, a his ne- but his last name is not Stoltz. Yeah, and this is yeah. his big time of year because he's a he's a gentleman farmer and certainly uh, a sugarer. So yeah. he's doing that and and busy in it and and we're gonna we're gonna chat with him about it. A little you know, I mean, it's really interesting. And I mean, for everyone listening at home, yeah, sugarer. He's, he's boiling maple syrup. He's yeah. making maple syrup. He's making, which know. is like
0: the least profitable enterprise known to man, as far as I can tell.
1: Yeah, he'll tell us no, all yeah. about sure. that. I'm yeah. sure.
0: And I will say, you know, I have been noticing the sugar shacks. I mean, it's just been, I mean, it's been great. We've had these great sort of blue sky, you know, going into twilight nights. And you see these sugar shacks that are just lit up around on my drive home. Yeah. You know, that are boiling sap and, the, and the, the sugar shack is like uh, you know ghostly illuminated it's really it, it's really a beautiful I mean you can it, tell why Vermont Life does like 20 pages on it a year you know I mean, it's, well, it's so cool right
1: it's totally cool because like even though it's been going on for you know as long as it's been going on yeah. a couple hundred years if not more um it still seems like a wild operation. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're drilling holes yeah. in trees and they release this sugar water and then we've come to boil it yeah. for hours and hours and hours and hours to get what we want out of it. You sort of, I mean, you sort of wonder, like, who was the first, you know, husband
0: and wife out there on the prairie who boiled it for, like, a half an hour? Like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then they realize, wow, if we boil it for an hour, it's a little bit better. It's like, oh, Jimmy down the road,
1: He's boiling it for 30 hours and it's getting really good. Yeah. Who came up with that? That's a great question. Let's, well, hopefully my brother knows because I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did try it once. Yeah. Um, and probably had the same. No, I did it for a couple of years and had the same result where, you know, I got the sap and I'm boiling it out back and the wind is howling and it's not boiling fast enough and then I bring it inside and put it on the stove. <laughs> um, yeah. But I remember like, like I had a hard time with what was a maple yeah right you're f- trying to tap like a pine tree well I, I I went in deep and found you know what you know how do you tell and blah 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 and, right. and I tapped to the right trees and I got sap out of the maples and it was really cool right but uh, in that process I went down the street to the guy that does it a lot yeah and I said hey man how do you how do you tell which which tree you should tap which is the right one that's a great question and he says the one with the hole in it <laughs> do you remember so you know it's
0: you <laughs> look around and, and maybe we should save some of these questions for Mark but uh, sure, sure. some of these operations are are pretty dialed you know yeah. the, multiple trees and and multiple strands but we'll we'll, we'll chat him up about that and sure. um, yeah well we you know what I think uh, let's take a little break and then uh, we'll get him on the phone and we'll chat with him sounds cool
1: Sweet Spot is the Mad River's only Riverside coffee shop and bakery. Built on a foundation of locally sourced dairy and eggs, organic flour, and organic sugar. They're also the proud brewer of Awake! Awake! Coffee. Really good coffee. Yeah. Totally. You could, I, I, I can it. smell it. I've, I've seen it in a number of places. I can honestly,
0: like, from my office, when they're roasting, I, I smell it. Um, and,
1: and you feel good. I love it. That's I great. Love it. It's great coffee. Uh, it's a small batch, locally hand-roasted Vermont brew. The Sweet Spot grows many of the berries and herbs in their recipes and buys and trades with local farmers for other fruit, vegetables, and herbs. And maple syrup. The Sweet Spot is your spot for fine coffee, delicious baked goods, catering, and a monthly dinner. A new concept that includes food, cocktails, and music in an unconventional dining experience. What's our air quotes sound? Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I just did air quotes. Yeah. Uh, it includes moving around, socializing, and no ordering. And I'm
0: pretty sure, so it was interesting, like, I signed up for last month's dinner, uh, but couldn't go, and that was an Indian dinner. And the next yeah. one is a tapas dinner. Um, uh, and they sell out fast. Like Honestly, like there's a little sign-up sheet right there. And, it's pretty uh,
1: clever, because there's there's not a lot of food other than Americana. No. Around here. No, it's it's fantastic and those guys are the best. Yep.
0: What's going on, Mark?
2: Uh, I am well. Uh, is that Drew? Yes, this is Drew. Drew, nice to meet you, sir.
0: Nice to meet you as well. Are you, like, how, how aware are you of, of why you're calling in? I'm just curious. And, and we're recording.
2: I'd go with, uh, I'd go with semi, uh, maybe half. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I think there's, there's, there's a podcast I've heard about. I'm yeah. not sure how it goes. Have you but, Have you uh, listened
0: to any of the podcasts?
2: You know what? Uh, To my shame, I have not. Uh, I know Chicky sent me a link, and I have not listened to it yet. That's actually probably my bad.
1: That's probably better. No, it's a it's a good (laughs) spot to be in for for being a a guest for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's no expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So what what's going on? So you're in Peru.
2: Peru, Vermont. And
0: what's and
2: what's four hundred and forty four souls or something like that?
0: Is that wow? That's small. So is that growing?
2: It is very small. No, it's been about the same. We lived here fifteen years, and it seems never to change.
0: So, so where um, where did you live before Peru?
2: Uh, New Jersey. So uh, a, l- a little bit larger.
1: Yeah, good, good move. <laughs> good move, though. Right. Very good. Move. There's yeah. a lot of people, at least up here, that do that move from uh, jersey to peru from jersey to vermont sometimes it doesn't
2: here. work out but um uh, but a lot of people give it a go at least
1: yeah. yeah
0: so so just like i mean we are starting to spin the recording here so like what what was what, what got in your brain i mean was that you know were you married at the time you're like oh, it's just time to get out of jersey and move to somewhere in vermont or did you know it was going to be peru
2: well, we knew this little town, um, we'd spent, uh, several summers here, uh, working at the Weston Playhouse uh, over in Weston, cool. it's about two or three towns over. And, uh, so we knew the area a little bit and, um, uh, had an opportunity to move up here and, um, my employer, uh, foolishly agreed to it. And, uh, the next thing you knew, we were, uh, in a moving van heading up. Yeah.
0: That's the way to do it for sure. And so, yeah. you know, to kind of cut right to it, though, did you start sugaring right away or did, was that something you kind of grew into?
2: No, no. I was too busy doing like real stuff for a long time, like raising kids. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> exactly. And
2: uh, <laughs> it was only as uh, as the kids got older and um, I had a little more time on my hands and, um, you know, I got, uh, uh, I can't even remember exactly how I, um, got interested in it, but, uh, um, for some reason I, I, I'd heard about it and knew you could do it. Um, and, uh, I found a, a lady in, um, Williston who was selling her gear and, on Craigslist. And so, um, I responded to her ad and bought her stuff and uh, got started that was about i don't know five uh, maybe six years ago
0: and so wait so there was a craigslist ad for a, was it just a couple pails and some some tree spikes or was it like a full like the full you know network of well
2: trees it was too full you- it was two full really it was um it was a pan you gotta have a pan to boil in yeah yeah um, that's big. That is a, big it was a, a two foot by three foot pan yeah um And then um, she was also selling uh, about 50 buckets and uh, 50 spouts and, um, I don't know, a bunch of plastic buckets and stuff. So um, there was enough gear there to tap uh, 50 trees. Um, And it turns out that uh, the sap from 50 trees uh, is... Way too much for a two foot by three foot pan. Um, I was, I was so. going to say
0: probably like the sap from 50 trees makes like a gallon of syrup, right? Uh,
2: sap from 50 trees over a season should make you, uh, let me do the math here. I think it's about four gallons. Um, uh, and um, but, but the, 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 the pan is the is the limiting factor here that um, you got to run everything through the pan and the pan can only boil so fast you know right so a this pan is about um, as I said two foot by three foot um, and it can only boil maybe three or four gallons per hour um, and you have to boil 40 gallons of sap to make uh, a gallon of uh, syrup. Wait, so so, so
0: so you have your two foot by three foot pan and and, and how deep is it?
2: It's uh, probably eight or ten inches deep. So um, the, these pans are built pretty deep to accommodate, uh, you know, a rolling boil. And uh, sometimes the sap wants to boil over and stuff. So they've got to be pretty deep. But you, you try to boil with just a, a couple of inches of sap in the bottom of the pan. So you've got uh, a nice hot boil, uh, always active. Right. With a lot of steam coming off, that's the way to get things done.
1: And you, you used wood for sure. Are you still using wood, or is it as if you switched to gas, or or, or what, what? No, is going?
2: I still use wood. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people use uh, heating oil. I think. Oh um, wow. You can get burners for that and attach it, and uh, that
1: probably goes it takes really away a little high. bit
2: of the uh, mystique and the romance of it, but um, it's uh, much more <laughs> manageable. Um, you don't have to spend all the time in the summer splitting wood and, uh, cutting it out and stacking it and that sort of stuff. So, so, um, so definitely an advantage with heating oil, but it also costs a little bit of money too.
0: Yeah. And, and do you, uh, do you have a, um, a syrup label or a brand that you, uh, that you slap on all your gallons?
2: So, uh, this is my first year of putting some labels on some stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and I really, uh, I was pleased with the quality of the syrup I made this year um, for the first time. And uh, so the, the brand I'm going with uh, this year is Stark Maples, which is uh, uh, an inversion of my name. Um, oh, yeah. Mark Staples. A, <laughs> Mark
0: Staples. Yes, for the, for the, that's for the it. listeners. Yeah, all so that.
2: you turn it around, you get Stark Maples. Super clever. Uh, um,
0: that's
2: cool. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that's what I'm going with this year I've got uh, uh, a bunch of uh, bottles here on my kitchen counter that I'm looking forward to giving away
0: that's awesome so like uh, you know as you're as you're boiling down you know hundreds of gallons of sap to get four mm-hmm. gallons did you come up with any other names that were sort of rejected names for your syrup brand? <laughs>
2: So A friend of mine suggested to me that I could go with Staples Maples, but it just uh, didn't, it, didn't it, sound right on my ear. Too much rhyme. Um, yeah. But, but um, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of other good names out there. I'll keep working on it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, wait, so you've been doing this, what did you say, 15 years you've been sugaring? And you had bought it from... No, no, no.
2: Uh, we've been in Vermont 15 oh, years. Been, I've been sorry. sugaring for five or six years.
0: And how much... How much did 50 pans and 50 tree taps, all that stuff cost on Craigslist?
2: Well, that was just like um, maybe 350 or $400, something like that. So you can get into this hobby... Um, pretty cheaply. You can't get out of it cheaply. Though. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. it's like a Roach Motel, you know. You yeah. you check in, but you can't check out. It seems like
1: uh, one of those uh, you know dark enterprises that you got to go big if you're ever gonna like. Make you do. You do. It.
2: It's 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 addictive and uh, it's got this uh, enormous sort of gearhead appeal. Yeah. And people are constantly ramping things up. Um, so if people are interested in this, um, in this hobby, there's a great, uh, chat site called, um, MapleTrader.com,
1: Nice.
2: And you can get on there and you can see what, uh, what people are thinking and how they, uh, go about this stuff. And, um, you'll notice, uh, uh, the signature that all these guys have on their, um, on their profiles. Uh, it's usually a list of, um, of the kind of rig they were running each year and so it'll say something like 2008 12 taps and a and a bucket and uh and a a cheap pan and then you know the next year it's uh 40 taps and the next year it's 80 taps and then it's 350 taps and a and a fancy evaporator and uh uh you know, a, a tractor and, uh, all kinds of equipment. And, uh, so you, the further you go into this, it just gets, um, it gets more and more expensive and, uh, um, you know, more, the, the pull is, uh, stronger every year. And you it, just want to keep getting better.
0: And, and the reason you're doing it is because of all the money, right?
2: Oh yes. That's right. I forgot <laughs> to mention all the money that you make. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, what is I mean, you know. it, it? It's an awesome. It, I mean, it's it's even as a guy who's only lived in Vermont for not even fifteen years myself, even I know that like this is the least lucrative profession you could ever choose. It's it's got to be like
2: it is pennies it an is. hour. On the yeah. other
0: hand, on the <laughs> other hand, like it also sucks people in and people love it. Yeah, like I mean, like what I mean is there is there one thing you love about it or is it just the time of year or like what, what's, what's you know, the draw?
2: It, it's, it's, it's a great uh, way to, to, um, it, it's a great thing to do at this time of year because it's mud season. And really there's it's yeah. a terrible time of year in Vermont. It's I, the only I, I understand. truly terrible time of year. Yeah. And, um, so this is something fun to do during that time. Yeah. Um, why does it suck you in? But you know, it's, um, it's, it's kind of a, uh, a microcosm of life in, in certain ways it's it's like you know it's it's got a little man versus nature thing going and uh you know you, it's got a little creativity to it because uh, you're kind of making something out of nothing um it's uh it, it's got that kind of appeal to you know to, to people who like to improve on things and um like i was saying earlier about how people like Sort of improve their operation every year, so it's kind of like a video game. You know, we are always moving to the next level. Um, it's got that kind of appeal where you're you're, uh, you're doing some problem solving and sort of conquering your your basic things and then moving on to the next level of challenge. Um, so it's got all that sort of thing going for it, and I'm telling you, it is um, it pulls you in. And it's um, it's <laughs> it's hard to get out. <laughs>
0: What, so what's your like, as a uh, amateur quasi semi pro sugar What's what's like yeah. the, what's like the next? What's the thing that you're coveting right now for the operation? <laughs> like, what's yeah. like the next like the next step yeah. for, for?
2: So uh, what I'd really like to have, well, two things really. Um, so I'm I'm boiling outdoors, um, and that's hard. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you.
1: What? <laughs> <But>
2: yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're
1: yeah uh, wind you're, and weather so and.
2: All that, I'm sure. Yeah. So you got, we got wind, you got rain, you got snow. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like, like you guys, uh, we had, uh, three feet of snow come and, uh, just absolutely buried the, uh, <laughs> sugar camp. You got to shovel it all out and yeah. uh, all that. So I'd love, I'd love to get indoors somehow, <laughs> get in a little sugar shack. Yeah. That'd be one thing. Wouldn't we all? Uh, yeah, I know wouldn't we all yeah. and and the second thing probably i'd like uh would like a tractor um what's a tractor so I, what, for? i'm not uh, gathering all the sap by oh, hands yeah. right oh, now you know yeah, i go to yeah, the trees yeah. i empty sense. the sap into pails and then i put it on a sled and i drag it back to the evaporator was um which is very good for uh for my fitness but um it's uh oh, yeah it's exhausting what,
0: what about setting up? I mean, how hard would it be to set up like a sugar bush, right? Isn't that what they call it? A uh, like a network of tubes that go through the trees.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's what they call it, and um, uh, a lot of people do that. And uh, I suppose I should look into it further. I've just um, i stayed away from it because uh, I don't really understand it very well. <laughs> Whereas, you yeah. know, I've, um, I'm I'm pretty simple. I, I can understand the the bit where you you, you tap a uh, a spout into a tree and hang a bucket on it. Um, yeah. but I don't really know how to do the, uh, the, the tubing, uh, as they call it. But uh, yes, I think that if you install some tubing, um, it's uh, tremendously labor-saving in the long run. Even though you got to spend some time uh, installing it, uh, you, you reap the rewards later because the, the sap all runs downhill, uh, hopefully into uh, some uh, gathering tanks, and then you can just sort of pump it out. Uh, into your evaporator and uh, um, you know meantime you can put your foot up on the fire feet up on the fire and uh, uh, you know uh, enjoy life
1: see that that always seems like the big appeal it's almost like ice fishing or something of like (laughs) being indoors and you're hanging out you're boiling and that's
2: that's yeah. a good hang that's a that's a fun absolutely it's got yeah. that too so you're outdoors a lot the other day uh, I boiled one day this week I was outdoors for like 10 hours straight and how often do we get to do that you know not uh, enough, not right enough so it, right it's uh, yeah. you're out there you're in the elements a lot of fresh air um, and uh, you know it's not um, uh yeah so it's got a it's got that kind of uh appeal to it we get a bit of the outdoors um and um you know by the end of the day you get to pack it all up and come inside and that's good too
0: so so primo sugaring or or, or maple syrup weather i guess it's sugaring weather is like uh right the the cold nights and the warm sunny days like a big a big temperature variation isn't that right
2: that's exactly right. So you've got to, um, the temperature has got to go down below freezing at night and then, uh, up above freezing during the day. And that gets the sap running. Um, and that's when you get these, what they call runs where, um, you get a good drip coming out of, uh, out of these uh, spouts. And sometimes, uh, at a good run, uh, a single tree will produce uh, two or maybe even three gallons of sap. Um, and that's when you get really busy because you've got to run around gather up all that sap get it to the evaporator and boil it all down because you need to boil it when it's fresh in order to make the best quality syrup um, so uh, those are very busy times um, some of part of the uh, the appeal of this is that um, you, you don't dictate the schedule to uh, to the trees they tell you yeah. when when you've all got right. to be busy so, um, so and I'm, when it happens it happens and you've got to drop everything else and uh, get
0: going. So I have two questions for you right now. One is did you hear that story from several years ago about the big uh maple syrup heist? Oh, uh, I heard about it. I did. I read yeah, that. Yeah, right. absolutely. And so and what like that was, what happened there was you know there it was a big automated facility or something like that and guys were stealing were they were they stealing the syrup or were they stealing the sap? No, remember? it's syrup.
2: Think, um, yeah, it was the syrup. Because it, you know, the syrup is is the uh, concentrated form of the sap, and of course, it's it's valuable. Um, so it's, it's very the, the valuable. big producers, which which is basically everybody other than me, um, <laughs> they they yeah. they make this stuff, and um, they make it gallons and gallons at a time, and they store it in these drums, uh, which I think are thirty gallons. Yeah, big um, big
0: drums. Yeah
2: and a gallon at wholesale prices is $40. So each of these drums is worth $1,200. Um, and yeah. um, so it's, it's got value. And um, there've been several uh, cases in, in Vermont and also in Quebec, uh, maybe other places too, where um, thieves have uh, broken into sugar houses and, and taken a few drums or maybe even more than a few. And um, it's a, um, it's it's a big deal uh, especially for the the guy who's um, who's losing his, his his labor and his time right um, it's, uh, it, it's not a couple hundred
0: yeah it's it's the million hours that went into that that tub you know i mean it's it's yeah, incredible
2: absolutely so on my labels this year i put um Manufacturer's suggested retail price $250 because I think it's about broke <laughs> for, for a pint. So yeah. I think it's about what, uh, what my time and effort right. uh, so, so, cost to, to go into making this thing.
0: And my other question was about, so Chicky shared with me your article in The Atlantic about, you know, the, the, the name of the story was How to Make a Half Gallon of Maple Syrup in 20 Easy Steps. Well, yeah. Which is a very, I mean, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's like, it, it really kind of lays it down. How, how like, how, how did you end up, did you send a pitch into The Atlantic or do you know somebody there? How, how did that all go down?
2: Yeah. So uh, I, I have a friend who was the editor of The Atlantic at the, at the time. And um, I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, you know, I, I had this extremely frustrating, um, sugaring season um and and it's described in detail in that article and just basically to vent about it i I wrote this thing just sitting down at the kitchen table one morning for an hour and all just came um, out to get it out of my system yeah and um
0: it was like i just kind of
2: sent it to him because we we share things back and forth and he thought wow this is kind of funny and um we'll just put it in the the atlantic so that was a nice thing (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's
0: awesome. And you probably made as much money from that as you did from like 100 gallons of
1: syrup, right?
2: Oh, much more. Yeah, much
1: more. (laughs) One of the the things I remember from that article, uh, because it's been, what, a couple of... It was about your first year of of sugaring, right?
2: It was about my first year doing this. That's right. So it's about four or five years old now.
1: And I remember that the the taps had different names. And if you would, tell us what the names were, because they were hysterical.
2: So... (laughs) So I was trying to uh, entice my children into helping me out with this, uh, which proved to be a um, a, uh, a fruitless endeavor. Oh, yeah. um, but they did help me uh, come up with uh, names for um, for the trees. So the first year uh, we we came up with fifty or so names for the trees, and we we're just trying to do sort of riffs on different uh, different names so, um, I, 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 got a bunch of them. One of them is, uh, it's not a very good tree, but one of them is, uh, two tap cigar. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> in honor of the, uh, of the late rapper, um, that one didn't, it uh, doesn't play so well, but, the, I've got the spouty. I got, the, uh, you know, like the, the Carvel whale and, uh, uh i got old faithful and new faithful uh, for you football fans, I've got a big tree out in the back called Warren Sap. Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we had a lot of fun with that. We just coming up with different names and um, um, making these little cards for the trees, which was helpful to me because I can't really, uh, I'm better at it now, but at first I couldn't tell, once the leaves are down, I couldn't tell what a, uh, which was a sugar maple and which was like an ash right um so we needed to, to to you know label the trees in some way to make sure I tap the right ones um why is this
0: maple producing <laughs> yeah exactly well um so what like, you know for people you know for, uh, at some point somebody from outside Vermont is going to listen to this and they're gonna wonder what the big deal is about maple syrup so <laughs> yeah. what you know and it's it's interesting. I you know how do how do you guys use your maple syrup like, I mean, you know, obviously yeah, outside sure. of Vermont, people like are, well, we're going to put it on waffles and pancakes, but do you, do you guys right. have a preferred use of non-waffle and pancake syrup?
2: Yeah. So we, um, we do a bit of cooking with it. Uh, we have a great recipe for, uh, salmon. You can bake salmon and tin foil and cover it with uh, maple syrup. Yeah. 25 minutes to 350. That works beautifully. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I've got a, a jar of syrup in my, uh, office and I, uh, I use it instead of sugar in my tea every morning. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and yeah, so, and this year, you know, um, I told Shiki, uh, earlier, I, I had made five gallons when we spoke. I've, I've added another couple gallons and Whoa. so now I've got all this, uh, syrup on hand and, uh, I kind of come up with some new uses for it. So I'm, uh, no it's funny I'm looking for uh, things to do
0: I mean honestly we use it for I mean I use it in almost everything and it's an amazing secret ingredient I use it in uh, chili you know uh, like sometimes oh, sometimes people see, nice. sometimes people's secret ingredient in chili is peanut butter but I think a little bit of maple syrup's good I also have been using it in like uh, Thai curry like you know you put the fish okay. oil in and then you and, the, and it always calls for brown sugar and you put a little maple syrup in there and it works really well um, and I yeah, also sure. and I don't mind it in a martini, I'm not gonna lie. But um, Okay. But but more syrup. Yeah. Like, like I would say in a martini, don't, you know, go 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 heavy on the syrup because if you only put a little bit in it's not really
2: worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't tried a martini. Uh, I've tried it um in uh I think uh you can make an uh, an old fashioned calls for a little simple syrup and you can oh, yeah. use maple syrup.
0: That's a great idea.
2: Um Right, and um, I think a, a Manhattan um, Wait, might a Manhattan? also call for a little I was
1: Yeah, the the big picture here in town. I think I've I've met you there for a meal. They um, yeah sure yeah they have a maple Manhattan. Oh, do they really? Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. Wait, so it would be like like you'd have
0: bourbon and then maples. I mean, essentially like that's a martini with bourbon, right? It's
1: a martini with bourbon and sweet vermouth instead of dry. Oh, interesting. Yeah. right and a and a dash of bitters but you know they put just right. a little bit of maple syrup and it gives it that hint and it works great and then
0: enough. you were telling me chicky that sometimes you like to use it for massage oil <clears throat> no i
1: hadn't i hadn't said that <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up yeah that's all right. <laughs> That's totally fine yeah it's totally fine yeah.
0: um well that's awesome well uh i think i'm i'm totally jealous you know i it's just it's a uh, we don't have like a property with a bunch of maples on it, but like I said, like this was one of the years where I really noticed the sugar shacks lighting up as I've been driving around at dusk. Yeah. And I think yeah. part of it is I, like I, part of it is you have to be out at dusk to see the sugar shacks as they're starting to light yeah. up, and and when you see them, it's a it's a really cool thing. You know, it's it's a very you know, and it's a very. Regionally specific, like you see that somewhere else in the world, you don't right. have no
1: idea what it is. Well, just so just for you guys, uh, I was picking up my car at my mechanics shop the other night, yeah, with Tiger yeah. Baird. Uh, and Tiger's getting texts from all his friends, and he's saying, Oh, oh, Ray's boiling tonight. Oh, <laughs> you know, so it was almost like he was making his social calendar for the night based on who was boiling. Absolutely, so, no, yeah, I.
2: um. Yeah, that, that's another reason why I want to get indoors because when you've got a, a sugar shack, you people know, it's cozy. Um, people there's come for friends, it. yeah. um you, you can keep the beer cold outside. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a great way to spend some time with people too. Yeah.
0: And it's great to get, you know, it is, you know, we have this event here in the Valley, the the cabin fever follies. I don't know if you've ever been to that, but, uh, you know, at the, at this time of the winter, it's nice to get out of the house a little bit, get out and experience spring a little bit and, and have some fresh air and the whole nine yards. Um, so Mark, are, um, you know, Chickie's a bit of a musician. Are you a musician as well?
2: Not at all. Uh, not, <laughs> not a note. <laughs> all right. So I, I think he got all the genes for that. Yeah,
0: or, or some of them. I, I may have lost some <laughs> of the genes along the way, but yeah. All right, so I haven't told Chickie about this yet, but but I came up with a game to play. Because we were talking okay. about it. it was like just so you know like we were talking about maple syrup but this was going to be our music episode right and we were going to talk oh, about local okay. music um, but at the same point it was like I knew we were going to talk to you and we were going to talk about syrup um, and I was starting to think about it and I was like you know well we've been talking about beer and we've been talking about bands and we haven't talked about fishing yet but we'll get to that eventually but but I I started looking at I'm like. Beer band or trout fly? All right, it's going to be the game. This is okay. the game. The game, and I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a name, and you have to tell me which which of those three it is. Beer band or trout fly? Right. And okay. These, and these are these are okay. or, th- these are Vermont beers, Vermont bands, and Vermont uh, trout flies. This is exciting, all right. man.
2: I'm looking right. forward. All right, number one. I'm ready to give it my best.
0: Number one, the Dead <laughs> Winter Carpenter. The the what, Winter Carpenter? The Dead Winter Carpenter. And this one's for Mark,
1: right? Is he a... What? yeah yes, this one's for Mark. Do you know the answer? No, I just want him to answer (laughs) it, not me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So the Dead Winter Carpenter, uh, you know, I know my Vermont beers reasonably well. Um, I'm an enormous fan of uh, the Shed Mountain Ale, for example, um, and the Hill Farmstead. Um, And I know a few Vermont bands, and I've never heard of this. So I'm going to go with um, trout fly. The dead winter carpenter is a trout fly. Well, what, what would that
0: trout fly look like, you think?
2: What? What's that? What would it look like?
0: What's it about? <laughs> like, like? It a chunk looks of like a um,
2: carpenter ant uh, that uh, <laughs> died during yeah. a snowstorm.
0: Yeah. Um, Chickie, what about you, a dead winter carpenter? Do you have a... I'm going to go with, with, with the trout fly as well. Yeah. Uh, they're a band actually playing at the Zen Barn. Oh my God. <laughs> Coming oh, up soon. All right. So it's up to you guys. All right. All right.
2: Chickie, you should have gotten that one, man. I, Come know,
0: I guess. All right. Number two Strawberry Whale Cake. <laughs> 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 um,
2: I, I, Chickie, do you want to take that one or do you want me to go?
1: I'm going to go with, with beer. You are? Yep. What, what, really? Why? There's a food reference in it. There's something edible in it. And that's my only mm-hmm. basis for making that choice. What about you, Mark?
2: Good reason. Uh, strawberry Whale Cake. Uh, you know, I'm an older guy. I remember the strawberry <laughs> alarm clock. And, what is the strawberry um, so this alarm is setting clock? setting off like band vibes for me. I'm going to go with band.
0: What What is the strawberry alarm yeah, clock? Yeah, what is that?
2: Oh, geez. How old are you guys? <laughs> Old.
0: Oh, pretty old.
2: Yeah. Strawberry Alarm Clock was a uh, sort of psychedelic act in the 60s. Whoa. I'll send you a link after we hang up.
1: And we'll put it on the 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 website.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. Strawberry Whale Cake is actually a Burlington beer company.
2: Yeah. Woo. All right. All right. Well done.
0: All right. um, Cut Worms.
2: Cutworms. That's well. I sounds yeah. like a bait, um, but I don't know if that qualifies as a trout fly or not.
1: Ah, I, I can't help you. you want to you want to use a lifeline? We've we've done a beer so far and a band, so I'm gonna go with the with the trout fly. The cutworms is a trout sounds fly. right. All right, cutworms
0: is playing at higher ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just want to get too now.
0: This is an excellent <laughs> game, Drew. Well done. That's a good him, one. Bro. I know. Well, it was just funny. I was looking at stuff. Well, it was funny. I was looking at like the detonators. I'm like, detonators. That could be a beer. That could be yeah. a trout fly. That could be a band.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. So who do you let trout flies play at higher ground, right? I
0: know. All right. Wool, <laughs> woolhead Sculpin.
2: Woolhead Sculpin?
1: <laughs> yeah. Woolhead Sculpin. This is a tough one because the Sculpin is a beer
0: mm, right
1: right they, yes but also a fish
0: possibly
2: <laughs> oh wow
0: that's a tough one. so
2: you say sculpin is a beer but um
0: well there is a there, uh, there uh, was definitely a beer at the vg that's a sculpin for sure but yeah, the that's ball- not the ballast point. point ballast point that's the brewery yeah. a brewery
1: makes a sculpin
2: ballast point yeah
1: have you had that one mark
2: I have, yeah, but I don't, well, I sort of remember seeing Sculpin on a label somewhere, so yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like a beer, but you're, I, I think you're suggesting it's not a beer.
1: Uh, I am just, I think I'm just, I'm caught in a trap, and I can't get out. <laughs> that's that's what I'm feeling. I'm just, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a beer on that one.
2: Mark? uh i'm gonna go with uh, you know uh, my favorite answer so far seems to be trout fly so i'm gonna go to trout fly.
0: <laughs> well done mark you're right oh that's, that's, that's the answer there um all right i got another one for you the light bright zonker
2: <laughs> <laughs> light bright do you guys remember light bright yeah uh, totally
0: we're old enough yep we're old enough okay good it was the, it was the hot thing <clears throat> right before Fortnite. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: so the light, light breaks, bright
2: zonker. That's a beer, man. Got to be
1: the light bright zonker. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with with trout fly. Trout fly. <laughs> Is it a trout fly? <laughs> yeah! a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> how did how did we do? Do we have a When in tells us uh... final one. Okay.
0: Final one. Final one. Final, final one. Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, pigeons playing ping pong.
2: Pigeons playing ping pong. That's a band.
0: I agree. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was. That's great. Yeah, I mean they're out there. They're out there. I think. I think there is definitely. I mean, I, I saw an article recently that like beers had run out of names. Like they have no. Yeah. They have no more names to go with, and so they're just naming it after any noun that they can find. Um, which which I don't blame them for really. Do do. Trout fly manufacturers have the same problem. They, I think, they do. You know, it's interesting. Like we've done some work in the fly fishing industry. You know, and and every year there are uh, competitions for who can design the new trout fly. Um, but you have to name it too. You know, we have like Turk Tarantula and the Double Bunny and sure, you know all this crazy shit. Um, sure. And uh, you know, I, I originally I wanted it to be a beer band or bass lure, but I don't know. Like,
1: yeah, but trout worked pretty well. It's almost like the guys that work for Benjamin Moore naming all the paint names. Paint names, right? I mean, Rural. they could they could do a little moonlighting for the beer companies and the and the and the fly fishing. People companies. get paid hundreds of dollars for that. You
2: know? It's good stuff. Brand yeah. consultancies, man.
0: Naming
1: naming agencies. We could do a naming agency. Oh, we. could. <laughs> we got a good trio here. We could we could make this happen. <laughs> Mark, you have spare time when you're not sugaring? Well oh, you could probably do it while he's sugaring. We can start a new company.
2: Yeah, while I'm sugaring, exactly. <laughs> Me you know, too. Do you listen I'm, to my body is occupied but my mind is not. So, um, <laughs> That's yeah, true. It's a good time to do it.
1: Mark, when
0: you're sugaring, are you listening to music? Or are you uh, are you just sort of
2: Yeah. Uh, so I got a little Bluetooth speaker. I'm out there with my iPhone listening to stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was Stevie Ray Vaughan this week. Um Sometimes, um, you know, because it uh, it happens in late spring, so I'll also listen to a baseball game. Um, so, yeah, you got to have something to keep you going.
0: Are you, are you a Red Sox fan?
2: You know, I'm a Red Sox fan after the All-Star break. Um, oh. Up to that point, I'm an Orioles fan. Um,
0: oh, no shit.
2: Uh, but then the Orioles fall out of contention, and I switch over to the Red every,
0: Sox. Annually, every year at the same time?
2: Yeah. Pretty, Pretty much, much, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I wish,
2: you know, about a, July 20th. That,
0: that, that's that got to be a, is, is that part of the sugaring thing is just sort of the, the hypnotic quality of kind of stirring the sap as it's boiling down. You're kind of playing with the fire and listening to whatever it is that's going on.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's uh, you know, ritualistic. Um, it's uh, there's a good deal of masochism involved, you know, because it, there's just <laughs> so much time and yeah. effort expended for so little, um, and, um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, um, it, there's a lot of time on your hands and, uh, baseball, fortunately the games keep getting longer. So there's, uh, plenty. plenty of time to listen. What's the,
0: what, what's the cra- So it's funny, like one of the first years I was here and my wife's a Vermonter, but I'm not. And, um, it, it, uh, we were trying to sell some snow tires, like they came off of our Volkswagen. And sure. uh, but but I would, but it was like it's always weird like selling them for cash to friends. So was like, does anybody want to trade something? So somebody said, Oh, I'll trade you some syrup for your snow tires, and uh, I was like, Oh, that's a fantastic deal. <laughs> and and I strong. thought I was gonna get like a case of syrup, and I and I, I swear to god, I got like two pints and for like a bunch of hot capolitas going out the door, and um, I still have no idea if that was a good deal or not. But uh, do you ever? <laughs> Do you ever trade your syrup for anything, or, or like, how, like is you it know, is it a currency?
2: Uh, it could be. Um, this is it's a barter economy around here in certain ways, um, and this is the first year I've ever had enough uh, surplus to uh, to do any anything with. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe this year I'll get me a set of haka Who knows? <laughs>
0: Right, exactly. Well, if you're trading me, like, look for the guy who just moved to Vermont. Like, that's, like, key. I think that's that's your that's your first opportunity. But um, Yeah, sure. Well, that's awesome. Well, maybe
2: I'll trade him a gallon of syrup for, you know, 10 acres or something like that. I mean, it might work. See how that goes.
0: Might work. We could, like, send it to Spaceman Lee or, or Phil Scott. Maybe they'll, yeah. they'll do something with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Mark, thank you so much for joining us for a couple minutes. I, I hope... Uh, I hope it was fun for you, but but before we say goodbye, Chicky is uh, yep. he's queuing up on the mic here.
1: Yeah, one last thing, um, AL East, yeah. AL East predictions. Baseball just started. Opening day was uh, last week. It always feels great when I hear the Red Sox on the radio. What what are your predictions yes. for AL East? Uh, the only, you know, the I
2: think, only division that matters. Um, is really- it's you know, I've unique. been a Yankee hater for, for most of my life, yeah. um, okay. but th- th- this Yankee team is actually quite likable, <laughs> Wow. Um, and uh, I, I admire the way that this uh, GM has put together this team. I think this is a terrific Yankees team, and I think they're going to win uh, 100 or 105 games and uh, go to the World Series.
0: Wh- which part uh, of the so. Yankees team is likable exactly?
2: <laughs> well, they—they're they're young guys. They, they they haven't learned to be hateable yet. Yeah, so. that's um,
1: true. <laughs> and Nick Swisher is not on the team, so. That, that, I love that, Nick Swisher. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's hysterical. What about you, Chippy? Do you have baseball savantism? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just a uh, uh, Red Sox fan. So yeah. and. Uh, Mark uh, and my our other brother David had always grown up being uh, Orioles fans. That's where
0: he was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Had to get, I like pre- I had to get the prediction out there. Of no, that's fine. Who's going to come in top?
0: No, I like it. I like it. Um, and uh, you know, it's for me. It's really interesting. So I grew up in Colorado, and when I was a kid, we had no baseball team. Actually, our baseball team was the Denver Broncos. <laughs> like that's and, and, as was our basketball team and so it's really was like a one verse down. <laughs> sure and, you know apparently there's a there is a baseball team in Colorado now I can't remember the name of it but the um, really? I think they have one right um but I will say like that anytime that the Red Sox and Yankees are on yeah I will watch it because something's going to happen and I, and I really love that about that 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 rivalry is really, I've always enjoyed it, you know. I, I, yeah. I, you know, ever since I started hanging out on the East Coast, um, the, the like, you can go to a bar and the Red Sox and the Yankees are
1: on and people are paying attention, and, and I love that. Yeah, and, and that's probably the biggest thing, I think, that will come out of this season, is that both those teams are stacked. Are they really? Either with pitching or with hitting. Really? I think the Red Sox have a, a tremendous pitching staff that didn't, quite live up to expectations but did great i mean they won the al east last year so mm. between pitchers and and hitting and just way too much talent and i think we're going to see that rivalry kind of on the forefront as it's been in years past
0: yeah I mean, how many times have you been to Fenway? probably six seven mark what about you are you a fenway guy
2: uh i've only been uh, a handful of times small handful okay. um it's a, it's a wonderful ballpark. Yeah, what um,
0: better than? I, but I've been to uh, Camden Yards.
2: Uh, I've been to Camden Yards many times. I was there uh, the day it was opened. Uh, I went to seven of the first ten games there. I've been wow. there many, many times. Um, it's a, it's it's the one that set the standard. for the, the new wave of uh, ballparks.
0: It's it's, fun. it's so funny you say that because uh, the Coors Field where the Rockies played uh, play play currently, uh, that is allegedly modeled completely after Camden Yards and that's a fantastic part. Like it's it's yeah. it's the best.
1: I love it. I've been to Camden Yards once and I'm gonna say it was it was better than Fenway. I mean was it really it was you know obviously the, the history and you know the kind of how Fenway is a big part of that neighborhood and For a big sure. part of that town. Yeah, yeah. That's that's such a draw. That's That's such a draw for Fenway. But Camden Yards, it's like beautiful and it's it's still a part of the big downtown picture. Yeah, and you can bring a lunch in there with you. You know, yeah, Yeah, you can bring a cooler in there with you. You can't bring beer, but you can bring all of your food and whatever you want to do. It's more like a big family picnic kind of thing even in the era of TSA and like yeah it's a super security yeah as opposed to Fenway where it's you know 12 bucks for a hot dog or they punch you in the face on the way in <laughs> yeah
0: that's the Boston way yeah yeah hey Jimmy <laughs> ma hey Mark thank you so much it was really great and um
2: you know, hey, we'd nice love talking to, with you guys.
0: We'd love to get you back on here sometime. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll come down and taste some of your sugar sometime.
1: Yeah, or come up and uh, have a an video with us at some point.
2: Thanks, man. All right. Well, I got a couple uh, bottles of syrup here for you when you show up. All right. All right.
1: So, okay. Thank you so much.
2: Take care, guys. Take care. Bye.
0: Bye. Um, there it goes. Well, that was an amazing chat with your brother. He's a he's a good dude. He was he is a, you can tell he's a good dude. I mean anybody, dude. To, anybody that anybody spends that much time
1: hovering over syrup like has to be a pretty soulful guy. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, obviously, I think it came through that he's he's passionate about it. Yeah, he wants to do the the Vermont thing. I mean, it's funny too. It's like, is it a Vermont
0: thing, or is it it's is it a thing you do because once you're in Vermont long enough and you're hanging around all those maple places right.
1: and you're looking at them thinking, shit.
0: I mean, I'm missing out on 3
1: gallons of syrup from spending all my spring on this. Right, right. Um, well, everybody else is doing something in March and I'm just sitting inside watching basketball. Yeah, which is okay. That's been pretty good. Nah, it's been pretty good. Yeah, I'm not. But kidding. I totally
0: get the appeal of it. Yeah, I do too. And it's like I said, you know, you, you you go by the
1: Sugar Shack's and and see them going and and you kind of feel like you're missing out a little bit, really. You were talking about the the unearthly glow. They do. Of the, I know, because they're all lit up inside because they're boiling and there's lights. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's probably some, some good times going on. In there. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. And, yeah. you know, and, and I think
0: it's a buddy system thing and, you know, hey, so so like you said, Tiger's checking out who, where to go sugar in the night. And, yeah,
1: that was cool. That was know. cool that he's looking for it. I think at some point again, I keep asking for production help because we wanted to get video of you. Yes. Doing the floss dance. Yeah. And at some point, we want to do a remote pod from the Sugar Shack, whether it be Mark's if he gets oh, that, that up and going or what have you.
0: How hard would that? Be? How hard could that be?
1: We have to write it down with somewhere. our with our. High if we tech- write it down, then I think that we'll have a chance of making it happen. I think with our high tech operation. We could probably pull that off. We could drag <laughs> the computer with us. And I think that's about it. I think I have
0: a laptop. It's not like it's going to be that complicated.
1: No, I think we'll be good. Yeah. Now, you sent me a photo this week. And, yes. And I wanted to bring it up. Because um, it, it okay. kind of, for everyone that's been listening for weeks and weeks and waiting <laughs> on pins and needles for our new podcast. Yes. You you want to keep going with all the, of the great threads and stories that we're talking about. And one of them... Is the stuff that you find when the snow melts? Because you've been finding interesting things. Yes. Do tell. Well, well,
0: it's interesting. So we talked a little bit about you know when the weather's nice. Well, so here's it. first of all, when the weather's nice. Yeah. I, I'll ride my cruiser bike to work because it's almost all downhill to the office, and it takes me about two and a half minutes to get here.
1: We should put a picture up of, of the cruiser bike on the, the website. Cruiser, it's a
0: pretty awesome cruiser, and it's uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's but amazing. like you know, but. Uh, you know, now that my son's gotten older and he hangs out at the river, sometimes he takes the cruiser bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk. And actually, it's nice. It's like, you know, here's the thing. Like, once upon a time, I would ride my bike to the office when I lived in Portland, Maine. And it was about 10 miles, and I would ride from Cumberland down to the Old Port. Yeah. And it was great. It was like a 45-minute ride. and yeah. uh I would just, that was like a great workout. Yeah. Here, like, if I ride a road bike or a mountain bike, I'll be at my office in like a minute. Which right, you're very close. Which, to be honest, is like not enough time. Like you need to have a little buffer zone for your brain. Like and and honestly, like sometimes I'll like ride right by the office and like go up to going. Irisville and go do something because it starts to feel good and like you want to be out there doing. It. And so sometimes yeah. I'll walk um, because it it makes it a little bit longer. It still only takes about you know two songs on my iPod. And um, which two songs? it depends it's a mix you know like, I'm a Spotify mix guy um, sure sure
1: and uh you're not gonna dish on and, and so
0: when we had that thaw before the big snow this year you know I, I was walking to work and uh and I, I noticed like every, you know the snow had melted and I noticed like every 50 feet I found like another Smirnoff bottle it was really like and we're talking mini this like was mini. this was a, a month or so ago
1: when you were yeah, yeah you were describing was, this yeah and, and
0: it was like a little bit and it was really interesting because it was like it's an airline. It's model. not like it's not like you found 6 of them in one spot. I swear to god they were like staggered. <laughs> you know, strategically right. and we artists. and we
1: talked about is this and and you know maybe it was yeah. somebody was on their way home or walking back from the liquor store or it was or like what some have you.
0: like Russian woman in a mink coat. That was my that was my. Which thought. I prefer that one. I think that's
1: spectacular.
0: I love that idea that there's some crazy Russian like Cruella de Vil. Like,
1: drinking vodka and throwing Dalmatian. Well, my original thought was that it was a dude with, like, a big, stubby cigar in his mouth, and he's the one. Yeah. But I like your idea of maybe to a fashionable, um, attractive Russian woman. I, I think them, that's a better workout. idea. Yeah, let's it, go with let's go, yeah, with yeah, that we'll go with that.
0: And so we're, what we're looking for is, like, if anybody has seen this super hot Russian woman driving through town throwing vodka bottles out a window, let us know. Uh, Please (laughs) write into Cheeky and Drew. And so, wait, so, but the double down on the mystery was that um, I picked them all up. Okay. I I picked them all up, and you know, it's not, you know, nice job. Green Up Day comes, uh, I'm not even sure when Green Up Day is, but you know, it's an annual day where everybody goes out and
1: picks up shit in there. Which is the most amazing thing, maybe, in the United States. It's awesome. I love it. That statewide, people in Vermont (laughs) clean up trash on the side of the roads. Amazing. And it's great. And, um,
0: you know, so after picking them up, and then it snowed, yep. you know, 40 inches in a week or whatever it was. Right. And now that snow has melted again, mm-hmm. and I walked to work, and I found, like, five more bottles. And so either I missed <laughs> them the first time, or they're new since that storm. And, um, What's going on? Well, it's like, I mean, you know, it's like the mystery is... Is that somebody living on the road? Is that somebody working on the road? Is that somebody you know, are they I mean here's the thing, like if you're if you're boozing, yeah, like that's not the right economics to go with the airline bottles, right? Like we um, you're gonna buy a full size bottle. We may have covered this before, right? Right. Maybe. I can't remember if we did or not, but Yeah, no, it's 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 it it doesn't make yeah, per ounce that's not cost. the right choice. No, it's a bad choice. Right. However, for the under the table drinker, yeah, it it's like it's drunk and done and there's no evidence. Um, what if this is a what if this is like a kid? Could be a kid and there's totally. like and and he stole like a like a Costco crate
1: of Smirnoff airplane minis or his mom is a stewardess. <laughs> Right, and she's just always coming back with these things. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you? It's like you know, you. It's like stealing paper clips at the office. Wait, is she bringing them home to her she's son? She's bring. No, she just brings them home, and he's <laughs> stealing them from her and having little walks. Yeah. She's not counting them. Maybe not. All right. <laughs> all right. So. Anyway, I've come up with a, several theories yeah. about this. situation. They all
0: have like a similar. Visual aesthetic, I'm noticing. But, yeah, um, sure. But it's a, you know the mystery uh, is is on you know, and we're gonna hone in on it. Now that I've picked them up a second time, um, I'm definitely honing in on it. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about putting like a little game cam. Well, I was thinking about actually just collecting them and like creating like a little tray and putting them kind of on the edge of the polo field. Are these Smirnoff bottles yours? <laughs> and just kind of try try the shaming
1: route. Um, I don't know. That, that almost doesn't... Just because we're enjoying the mystery so much that there maybe isn't so much shame. I mean, you, I I mean it's you, not shaming, You shouldn't it, throw things... And, you know, you shouldn't throw things on the polo fields, and you shouldn't literally um, like... That. That's my feeling. It's like, but we're getting I a lot of really, enjoyment out of the mystery. I could really
0: care less about your drinking habits,
1: but throw the bottles away at home. Here's what we do. Let's put this out to the listeners of the podcast. <laughs> if you have any idea who or what... Call one 1-800. <laughs> <laughs> One eight, yeah, know, yeah. yeah. No, it's so, a great question. I, I don't know the answer <laughs> to it. Um, you can uh, you can email right. us. Can people email? I mean, us?
0: it's just interesting. I, I guess you know it's funny. Like when we were kids, you know, there was sort of the the Woodsy the
1: Owl, like "Give mm-hmm. a hoot, don't pollute." And, yeah, uh, and, you
0: know, and it's interesting. Like and I, the
1: the crying um, Italian guy or Native American I or what think what he was. was a Native American, not Italian. I know it was just a big deal on The Sopranos. I don't know if you remember was that. It? I have no idea. They but made a whole episode out of the crying. The, yeah, that that guy actually wasn't a He's Native Italian. American; that he was Italian. <laughs> I missed that, and I don't know if it was true. That's that.
0: all. Well, that's awesome. awesome. But but, uh, but, anyway, but I but I do yeah. think you know it's interesting. Like and and you know it's one thing if like the beer cans blow out of the back of your truck or whatever. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's another thing if you're chucking it out your window into the ditch. Like, like you know, show some respect. Like, keep it in your truck.
1: This seems more deliberate. The smear not hundred percent.
0: There's no doubt about it. This is definitely a
1: pound-and-flip-it-out-the-window kind of a situation. So if you're in in, uh, the town of Waitsfield and you have some information about this, please, (laughs) please get back to us. Now, before we go, I wanted to to get to an update on Chuck's beer fridge. I was just there. I was just checking it out. Yeah, you went and and watched, uh, what, Loyola?
0: Yeah, I watched the Loyola-Michigan game, which was super fun. It was super fun. Yeah. I, I was it's very a, entertaining I watch it somewhere else. It was a great, very entertaining game and
1: uh Yeah. I brought beer to the fridge. Hold on, but you I had some you had some to give I did over there, which was the Medello. Well but I did Did you but, finish that up? I gotta say I did
0: not see any Medello in the fridge. Nice! Um Excellent But Chuck had just been it's just funny, he was telling me he'd just been at uh up at the Alchemist in Stowe and he was just gonna go in mm-hmm. and see what they had and then he said, Oh shit. And he walked out of there with a the case.
1: <laughs> ah, that's great and so
0: he had a bunch of like beers with like a, that kind of looked like a, they had kind of the cow spotted pattern I'm not really sure what that was but um, mm-hmm. that was in there um, I brought over I think some of these some of the B-52s um, yeah from 14th Star yeah. Um and then he gave me one of the uh, the Wada beers which are the Waterbury Area Trail Alliance which is the Mount. There's a beer that the Alchemist brews where they give a cut of the beer to mountain bike trails in the Waterbury area, which is an amazing, awesome thing. Wow. And I actually had seen them because there's a new bike shop uh, at the intersection of Route 100. Where I saw that, Govary. yeah. And, uh, the, yeah the,
1: the corner of Route 100 and Route 2 in right, Waterbury. Right across from Snowfire,
0: Bicycle Express. Yes. And I was at the grand opening and the governor was there. Wow, cool. It was a big deal. And uh, and honestly, as a bike, as a you know, decades long bike nerd, like you walk into that shop and it smells like you know rubber and bikes and grease and it's awesome. Like, so you like this new shop?
1: I, I think it looks great. So hats off to Bicycle Express. It's, yeah, uh, it's great. And brand new shop in Waterbury. Brand new shop,
0: and you know they have fat bikes and regular bikes, and they're right down the road from you know some of the best riding in Waterbury. Great location,
1: right? Oh, and they're, they're going yeah, to they're they're have a tiki bar outside um, serving some beers. You know here. what I think is so exciting about this new bike shop is they don't even know how close they are to sponsoring Super <laughs> Bowl.
2: They don't even <laughs> know. Right. Now, if I may, right. if I yeah, may.
1: For sure. So from Chuck, this is what's in the fridge right, as okay. of 6.22 p.m. on... Today? Yeah, today. Okay. Okay. Uh, holy cow. Yeah, that was the one with the Spotted Cat one. Yeah. That's an Alchemist. Yeah, probably. Right. And He has like 50 of those in there. Not 50, but... Oh, all right, well, I might be watching the National Championship over there tonight. Oh, is that tonight? Holy yes, shit. Tonight. Yeah, tonight. What uh, time is that on? 920. Perfect. Yeah, Are you going over there? I might. He asked me if I'm watching the game, and I'm not watching it at my house because I don't get TBS. I don't either. I'm not paying for that. Looks <laughs> like we're both going <laughs> over there. Anyway. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. He's got America IPA. Also from The Alchemist? Yes. I had one of those too, I think. Was it good? can't remember. America IPA. How can that be different? I feel
0: like an American IPA is like, that's like saying like Italian French fries. Right? Right? Uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not not down with
1: that. Yeah. We're going to this sweet new (laughs) Mexican Vietnamese restaurant. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Broken Spoke? Oh, that was the one. That was the water beer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um well, of course that yeah, makes nice sense. Things. that's yeah. a nice name for a beer. Uh Guinness? Yeah. I heard of them Yeah. Is sure. Really good? Yeah. yeah. Guinness yeah, Guinness. There's the... Guinness is great. I love Guinness. I will I will
0: order Guinness uh a couple times a year for Yeah, sure. me too. I, me too. I
1: I, I, I always <laughs> mostly when I'm hungry. Mostly when they don't have any other beers. <laughs> yeah. Uh Fourteenth Star B fifty seven, which That's this one B fifty two. Oh, B, yeah. Or no, be 72 B-72. Sorry. Everybody's messing up the numbers. Yeah, like. I think I said so Numbers are hard. Um, and then Sips, Headies, and focals. Standard. And then, and then he also asked if we're watching the game. So <laughs> I'm going to write back. Yes, at your house. <laughs> very, very possibly. Quite soon. Um, we're going to get Chuck on the show. I
0: said,
1: yeah, you don't want to? He's a, he's a great friend. I think he'd be great on the show. But it's nice that, like... You know. We have a little separation. Is that what you're saying? How's eh. he gonna report on the fridge if he's here? Right? He could do it in person. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. No, he should come in. We should
0: have like Brandon and Chuck on and have them like debate. Like we, we could come up with a top or we could come up with like three topics and make them debate.
1: Oh, I've seen them debate. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a co- we could Bruce Springsteen. That would be a good... <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah, that would be a great <laughs> debate for them because yeah. they've Dang. they've gotten into it over here I've been in the Bruce Springsteen
0: uh, fringes of that debate.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I have
0: to say. Yeah, I love, I love a little good Bruce Springsteen debate. Um, well, awesome. Well, uh, who are you picking in the game tonight, then? Anybody? Villanova. Yeah. You've got to. I picked
1: Nova to win it all. Uh, although did you I really? I did. Although I'm like. Do you have Do you have some sort of line on this? Some sort of wager going anywhere? I'm still
0: like in the pool that I'm in, which is with my buddies down in North Carolina. I'm still like in like tenth place.
1: Wow! But couldn't
0: you gain up a lot of ground by? I I could, but in the natty. But there are guys who picked Villanova ahead of me. Whoa! I don't think Villanova was exactly an underdog pick. No, 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 no. Michigan. Michigan would be a would be. But still, they were like a three seed, right?
1: Still, but. That, they, I think After all of the in, insanity, yeah. insanity of of this March Madness, we've come down to a national championship game. That's going to be pretty good. That's going to be pretty good, but yeah. also it's like a one in a three seed. It's not, you know, it's, it's not, not like, it's not that crazy. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, weird. Yeah, hey, at least it's not a. At least Duke's not in it. <laughs> Let's all end right. on that. Let's High try. five! High five! down the show. <laughs> at least Duke's not in that. Here we go.